Gromit. That's it. Cheese. We'll go somewhere where there's cheese. Jedi is power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us, penetrates us, and binds the galaxy together. The Force. The Force. The Force. The Force. Hey everybody, welcome to the Force and Force Your Bite Size Star Wars Podcast. I'm your host, Ted, and with me, as always, are Andrew Hello. and Lauren. Hello there. Okay, welcome back, guys. Um, Andrew, uh, it's nice to see they put your mouth back on. I've got most of my teeth. That's a good sign. Most is better than none. Uh, Try not to sneeze and blow them all over the table. So you had your wisdom teeth out. Is your mouth dumber? Dumber. Yeah? Okay. Uh, Yeah. Are you healed? Are you better? Can you eat solids? I I can eat all forms of matter so far. Oh, my goodness. I thought I saw you chewing on a rock earlier. No. <laughs> no, right You weren't on. supposed to see that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know about your hobbies. Okay. Well, good. When I had mine out, it was terrible. It was terrible. So it's good to see that you're you're back in business, so to speak. Okay. So we've got some catching up to do. This, As we record this, episode nine of The Bad Batch aired. We still haven't talked about episodes seven and eight. So that's what we'll do tonight. And then later this week, we'll record another episode about episode nine. Then I think we'll be caught up because we, we need to hurry because Mando is coming. How long do we have? As we record this, two weeks. Two weeks from today, Mando is coming. Oh. 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 Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. We've also got some other stuff coming. Um, do we want to sneak peek that? What the hell are you talking about? Andrew, do you want to sneak peek that? <laughs> Uh, Mando's coming. Yeah, what? Son of a bitch, guys. <laughs> Am I the only one here? What's coming? <laughs> the bonus episode. Oh, uh, I thought you meant those. in the Star Wars universe. I was like, fuck, no, what no. else is coming? No. We are, I've just decided we're going to because you guys weren't fucking helpful. So, oh. <laughs> Andrew um, is sort of, for lack of a better word, creating... Our own version of a Star Wars themed Dungeons and Dragons or a Star Wars themed role playing game, correct? Yeah. Is that what you would call it? Okay. Uh, and we are going to play it. We have invited a friend of the show, Brian, to come and play with us. Mm-hmm. And these will not be weekly episodes because a lot of work is going into it. So there'll be something that may be released once a month or something like that. And it'll be a bonus feed. So if we have our weekly episode, we'll also have a bonus episode every once in a while. If it's something you guys are into, feel free to listen in. Um, whether you're a D&D player or not, I'm sure we're going to have fun, so it might be fun to listen to. If it's not your thing, that's fine, too. Just join us in on the weekly shows. So look forward to that. Andrew, do you have a what if to kick the show off with? I do. <clears throat> During The Phantom Menace. Oh, good. Uh, well, I guess at the very end of The Phantom Menace. Oh, oh no, that was this my favorite is good. Part. Yeah, this is part. good. Um, uh, there's just some Jedi fighting this new Sith guy with his dual 
double laser, laser sword. Yes. Yeah. Towards the end of this fight. Who's dying instead? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spoil it. Sorry. Uh, what if Qui-Gon defeats Darth Maul? Okay. Well, he was already kind of defeated. Who? So, Qui-Gon or Darth Maul? Darth Maul. So is he still coming back? Or like defeated, defeated, he's dead, he made sure he's dead. He's the one who splits him in half. Okay, so Darth Maul still comes back eventually, Eventually. But Qui-Gon is alive. Yeah. Qui-Gon would undertake Anakin's training. I think that could be potentially worse for Anakin. Why? Worse? Worse. I think worse because, so Obi-Wan believed in the Jedi Council. Obi-Wan was a rule follower. Oh, Obi-Wan okay. kept Anakin on the straight and narrow, I think, longer than Qui-Gon could because Qui-Gon was very much not a rule follower. He was always challenging the council. And I think if he'd gotten in Anakin's head as a young Padawan, he would have probably turned crazy way earlier than he did. Yeah, like That's episode episode two. Yeah. What do you think? I I think he would have been better off for that same reason. I think oh. not following the order would have helped him because he would have had more freedom to, like, he would have had more freedom from the, like, strict council. So do you think Qui-Gon, <clears throat> excuse me, so do you think Qui-Gon would have been okay with Anakin and Padme being together? I think he probably would have been more accepting of it. Okay. And Obi-Wan knew about it. Yeah. It's not like he was, you know, totally unaware. He knew what was happening. He had a girlfriend himself until Maul got a hold of her. So I don't know. That's tricky. I don't know. It, I, think it, I think it goes one way. You think it goes the other way. Maybe maybe it just goes the same way. <laughs> do, you, do you see anything different, Lauren? I think a lot of how you act and your behavior is from the company you surround yourself with so i feel like i'm more on your side where it might have led him sooner to mm. go down the darker path because he didn't have those rules like i think obi-wan keeping him on that path just kept him along further enough that he didn't turn right at like i don't know when he still had his rat tail um <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine him slaying all those kids with a little ponytail a little braided ponytail i mean it's aerodynamic. It would have made that scene a little, a little less gruesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I don't think Qui Gon would have helped him. I don't know. He it's was tricky. A, like a rule breaker. I feel like he would have been like, "Oh man, you know what? Yeah. Fuck those Jedi." But Andrew does have a point. He was a rule breaker, but he was also good. He was inherently good. So maybe he would have taught Anakin how to be a rule breaker and still maintain that level i don't know i mean i you've said before his main goal no matter what he would have turned because padme was going to die so unless qui-gon can help him with that i mean i'm not saying anakin wouldn't have turned that was his fate but i maybe he wouldn't have turned earlier like i originally thought ultimately darth maul still comes back ultimately anakin still turns it's just a matter of when so i don't think it's much of a difference we would have just gotten to see more liam neeson okay with it yeah that'd be cool yeah he's got a certain set of skills <sighs> that's the wrong movie oh sorry 
not the right franchise. <laughs> now we have to start a Taken podcast. Do we? No. I'd much rather start a Last of Us podcast. No. <gasps> Guys, if you are not watching that. Andrew, uh, for once I'm watching it and you're not. Go watch The Last of Us. It is so amazing. Good. It's so good. <clears throat> not right now, Andrew. Sit down. Uh, before we move forward and recap Bad Batch episodes seven and eight, there is news. <gasps> Finally, some shit is happening. So um, before we move forward, before we go to break, let's head over to the Force of Course News of the Week. No. Fan favorite John Favreau got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame this week. Oh, right, good for him. That's pretty cool. I would walk on it. Oh, that's what you're, you're supposed, supposed to, to do. It's a sidewalk. Oh. <laughs> Andrew's like, oh, how dare you? <laughs> I'd walk right on it. Uh, as we said before, the Mandalorian season three starts two weeks from today. I I don't know why, but I in my head I just had it like, oh, man, it's going to take forever to get here. It's almost here. It's here. And we're seeing more and more trailers and, and TV spots drop. We're getting little bits of new footage here and there. I, I This is the point where I try to distance myself from it because I don't want to see too much. I'm already there. Oh, okay. I just don't pay attention. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Lauren. Just don't pay attention. <laughs> uh, the animated series. That's not really a series. The animated stuff visions drops on may the 4th a full list of titles and studios can be found if you're so inclined to go look for it i didn't much care um and not in a negative way i i just didn't think i would recognize any of the studio names so i was like oh, i don't care um but i was wrong because as i looked one of the studio names is ardman why does that ring a bell guys do you know wallace and gromit Oh. Shut up, seriously? The makers of Wallace and Gromit are doing a Star Wars short. It's the Sith Gromit. <laughs> it's trees and then. And then the, the, the magic pants is actually Darth Maul's lower half. <laughs> I was actually really excited to see this. I don't know what they're going to give us, but I can't wait to see it. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, finally, some pictures from behind the scenes. So the set of the Acolyte have been released um one of the pictures there were a few there's only one that i want to talk about here and it's a wookie and he's got a pouch like chewbacca always had his pouch his uh indiana jones pouch and he's wearing a yellow tunic we'll call it a tunic i don't know what else to call it and um he's got a man bun what and or, or she i don't know um Basically, it looks like this Wookiee is like a big fan of craft beer. That's uh, <laughs> oh. odd looking, right? Yeah. This Wookiee likes IPAs. What the fuck is happening? He looks like David Harbour. It, oh my God, he does look like David Harbour. <laughs> Whoa, that's weird. <laughs> Sorry. Um, or, or she, which is more unfortunate. I don't know what I'm seeing here. I don't think I like it. So, this is so off topic, but last night I showed Brian all of the robot chicken Star Wars. 
because he had never seen them before. Yeah. And there's a clip that I had forgotten about that they made where Chewbacca brings Han Solo home to meet his family. And they open up the door and like his wife and all of his kids are wearing clothes. And Han's like, you've been naked all of these years. And Chewbacca <laughs> goes in for a hug. And Han's like, no, like, don't don't touch me. Yes, yeah, I mean, maybe so they're like, onto something here. We've never seen them wear clothes before, right? Like, they've always had those in, pouches on, though. Well, in the the um, holiday special, <sighs> Chewie had a robe for Life Day, like a long red robe for Life Day. That's about it. Yeah, we haven't seen him wear clothes. But like all of the scenes, it's not all of the movie, but like all the scenes we see in um, Solo in and Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith, it's like the, like they all, it almost looks like it's holding um, like ammo. Yeah. Like yeah, that. Like the ammo belt his, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So That's why now? I don't know. It's unsettling to see a Wookiee with clothes on. It looked like David Harbour stopped shaving. Jesus. And he just visited the set. They're yeah, like, a Wookiee. Literally. They're. <laughs> He's like, no, no, guys, I, no, 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 I'm just not no, working no, no, right no. now. Stranger Things is done. I just don't have anything to do. Right? Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this um, series, The Acolyte. I think some cool stuff could come of it, um, but I don't think this Wookiee is one of those cool things. Is this, is that the one with Jude Law? Is no, that, what that, that is? is Skeleton Crew. Skeleton Crew. Yeah. Which one's this one? The other one. Okay. No. This one predates... Anything we've seen and is going to give us some history behind the Sith. So it's supposed to be dark and edgy with that, a Wookiee with a with yellow that? tunic oh, ordering okay. IPAs for everybody at the bar. This concludes the Force of Course News of the Week. Okay. Let's go to break, and when we come back, we will recap Bad Batch, Episode 7, titled Clone Conspiracy, and Episode 8, titled Truth and Consequences. Stick around. Here's the new Star Wars Death Star Space Station that you put together. Action figures each sold separately. Darth Vader's firing a laser cannon. It's been hit. He's at the low. Take the elevator. Hurry. Now cross the light bridge. You won't escape me. Jump, Luke. Oh, no. The trash compactor. There's a trash monster. The wall's closing. Save. Kenner's new Star Wars Death Star Space Station. Action figures each sold separately. Okay, welcome back. I hope you all enjoyed the break. I know we did. We had cheese and crackers. I had Chipotle. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Sorry. I can't lie to him like that. I had Chipotle and I'm happy about it. It was damn delicious. All right. So we have two episodes of The Bad Batch to recap. They were released same day because um, they're calling it a two-episode event. And when you watch them, it's kind of... Um, evident why they released them at the same time they just play like the first one plays right into the second one so and there's not enough action in the first one if they released it by itself people would have been like well that was boring as hell so you kind of needed that second one i think to feed uh feed the excitement a little bit okay so episode seven clone conspiracy um we open on coruscant which always exciting mm -hmm. i love seeing it and they bring us into a clone bar now we've seen that clone bar before in the clone wars oh. i want to go to a clone bar 
I'm going to go to a clone bar, and I'm going to order an IPA, and I'm going to give it to my Wookiee friend who's wearing a yellow tunic. You want to go to a bar where everyone looks the same? Yep. But they don't really, though. Like, the clones, they all look similar, but they all have different haircuts and shit, so. It was really weird for me. I don't know why. It was really weird for me to see a clone with a full beard. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I I don't know. Like, it didn't feel right. <laughs> it came on screen. I was like, ah, no. It's interesting. It is interesting. So the clones <clears throat> are having a discussion. A couple of clones, Slip and Cade, I think their names were. Mm -hmm. And one of them's pretty conflicted they were both on the same they were both on rampart ship when it was ordered to attack camino and they're pretty conflict well one's conflicted about it the other one's just like just shut, shut up dude you don't have to talk about this yeah kate's conflicted slip is trying yes. to get him to shut up and kate is like well i already sent rampart a message and told him to come clean or or i'm gonna spill his business and shit next thing we know he's taken out by a sniper did you guys think Crosshair was that sniper at Definitely. first? Did you? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I did too. But then it turns out later on, spoilers, uh, that wasn't him. Would Crosshair have followed that order? Would he have blatantly assassinated another clone? Absolutely. He's done it before. He's done it before. Yeah. That's, that's sad that we both or we all think that he would still do it. I want... I want him to turn, but he's not going to do it. I don't think anytime soon. Uh, then we see Masamita in the Senate Rotunda. Um, Palpatine's blue spokesperson, I guess. Because Palpatine's not showing up to the meetings. Yeah, the blue Triceratops. Well, okay. We'll go with that. Okay. He's a space Triceratops. So the discussion is here, do we decommission the clones or... And just let them hang? Or do we actually figure out a way to attend to their long-term care? And I understand that that would be an expense, but they defended the universe, basically, the galaxy at the very least. So what's the right thing to do? Give them rights? And I don't... <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> well, I mean, clearly, people are on both sides of this argument. I... We... Brian and I were watching this together. And I don't, I don't remember her name. It definitely came up in the subtitles. But the old rickety girl, old woman, that was like, I don't think they should have rights. And then the whole time she was talking, she was bobbing her head like this. <laughs> My God. Yeah, I don't remember her name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the whole time when we were watching her, I was like, I just want to... She reminds me of those just really old people that are like, you don't deserve rights. And I'm like, wow, let's, it's 2023. Let's calm down. <laughs> That's what that was. And then the blue skin, purple haired liberal came out and was like, clones deserve rights. And I was like, what is, are we watching the news? <laughs> Star Wars has always been about that. Mm. Always. What is, my question is, what is the fascination with young girl politicians in Star Wars? Why is that a thing? I think we can all agree oh. that young women should have no say in things. Exactly. Right, Lauren? Mm, my face is not So anyway. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it is kind of odd that there's a long history of, of seriously young, or at least they seem to be seriously young, females in politics. I don't understand that. Like, I'm not against female. There's plenty of, like, 
middle-aged female representation, but the young... My... I don't want young people making decisions for me. My instinct is to be like, well, this is Disney showing little girls that you can be a politician too. But like, we had Leia and we had Padme before Disney took over, so... I can't yeah. give that answer. And it, you, there's history of it in the Clone Wars before the Disney buyout. So I, I don't know what it is. I don't think maybe Senator Chuchi was originally like a politician. Like wasn't her father? Her father the was. Yeah, yeah. So I think she just took after him. Once, so she. I don't remember some... exactly what happened in the Clone Wars. But like, I think the argument then is like, is would it have been different if it was a guy? If it was like a teenage guy taking over, like I what is? Do not want teenage guys making decisions. Yeah, those are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I used, to, <laughs> I used to be one, and I know what a fucking idiot I was. Okay, so uh, you know, that's neither here nor there, I guess. So we learn after the conversation in the Senate that Rampart, Tarkin, Masamita, and Palpatine are all in cahoots. They were all behind this Camino destruction. And they're all behind getting rid of and decommissioning the clones and starting up a new army with commissioned stormtroopers. So just regular ass people in stormtroopers. We suits. haven't heard that word yet. That comes up in episode. Yeah, eight. it does. You're right. Uh, one quick aside here. What the hell is up with Bail Organa's new accent? Did you pick up on I that? I did not no. pick up that. Watch this episode again and listen when he talks. He talks like Gus Fring from what? Breaking Bad. He sounds more like, um, what's his name? Giancarlo Esposito. Yes, he sounds more like Giancarlo Esposito than Giancarlo Esposito does. And that wasn't the case in the Clone Wars. All of a sudden, Bail Organa's got this really inflected like accent, and I don't understand it. I don't know. That's... I was going to say, I'm trying to remember like the last time that I watched something Organa was in was Obi-Wan. And like, he oh, doesn't, yeah, live action. He yeah. doesn't have not much of one accent. Yeah. Like, hardly at all. What a weird character choice to make. It was odd. It, like, immediately, it kind of pulled me out of it. I was like, what is happening like, here? Maybe they're just trying to be more diverse, but, like, you don't need to do that. Like, Don't I, change a character. I think if you have a galaxy full of different aliens, you don't need to be diverse. You're good. You're okay. <laughs> Always strive for diversity. Yeah. Yeah, but he sounded more like Gus Frank from El Pollo Loco. Is that what Los it was? Los Pollos Hermanos. Los Pollos Hermanos. Right, right, right. Okay, so then uh, we get the sniper again. And Chuchi is uh, about to be taken out. And who saves the day? Captain Rex. Captain <laughs> goddamn Rex. I thought you were going to say her security guard that was going to get stuck in the door but got shot in the chest. <laughs> he that, did not save the day. That second security guard was cool. That first one died instantly. The second was one like, was good. He was ready. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what you want. That's who you want watching you. That when, was like, he has a certain set of skills. When he, God damn it, that's the second reference you've made. I'll this make another episode. one, don't worry. When he, um, when he got shot in the chest and the door started closing, Brian and I both thought that he was going to get stuck in the door and that's how she was going to be able to oh. get through, but he survived. <laughs> he's dripping blood on her yeah. back and she's trying to crawl through. <laughs> Gross. Gross, gross, gross. So uh, they capture the sniper, and turns out it's not some, crosshairs. Some just random some ass clone. Rando clone. What? What? Whatever. So where's crosshair then? Because he was sent by Rampart. So where's crosshair? Don't know. Not maybe. Maybe they thought he couldn't be trusted in this. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but we 
probably will never find out because suicide tooth yeah like they're like cyanide capsules just fucking electrocution yeah that was weird <laughs> yes they have too many batteries in their cyanide teeth <laughs> uh andrew how many battery operated cyanide teeth did they take out of your mouth all of them okay you don't have any left no what are you supposed to do i i gotta get real cyanide ones now <laughs> damn it <laughs> or maybe not just don't just don't get those oh no. uh and that's how episode seven ends so not a lot of action a little bit but not a lot of action and i i don't know i don't know how i feel about this episode it it um it bothered me so really yeah yeah it bothered me this was the first episode we've had in a while that I'm not mad at. And I was pretty mad with the last couple episodes. Um, but at the bottom of my page, I wrote, not filler, finally. No, not at all. And then Definitely I wrote, story driven. 0% Bad Batch. In episode seven, zero percent Bad Batch. You yes. are correct. Yeah. I'll give more percentages later for oh, the good. next episode. Good. Okay. Andrew, uh, what are your thoughts on episode seven? I like this one because it shows how at least in the early stages of the empire that palpatine at least he didn't have full control of the senate yet mm -hmm. even though he is the senate according to them he <laughs> never showed up yeah uh there's still kind of those like republic versus separatist forces in the senate like the leaders are still kind of at each other's throats yeah um then well i guess we'll see later what happens do you understand why that is why he doesn't show up he's busy doing evil stuff well yeah almost exactly that's right so his his excuse is uh the attack on him by the jedi left him scarred and like remember that yeah so he can easily play it off like well now i have like ptsd and everybody thinks i'm horrible looking and and i just want to be like a recluse oh no now i'm uggo he doesn't give a shit what's happening in the senate because mm -hmm. in episode four he dissolves the imperial senate he's like mm, whatever but right now while he's doing his dirty shit they're just upstairs fighting back and forth and they're staying busy and they're not really seeing what he's doing behind the scenes. So that's perfect for him. That's mm -hmm. exactly what he wants. Did you guys notice um what was the what was the triceratops name? Masamita. Did you notice what his staff was? <gasps> was it an olive fork? I love no, olives. No, on the top of his staff was Emperor Palpatine. Really? What? Yeah. It's like it like when he shows up, like let uh the later like episode four five and six when he's calling vader and it's just like the blue figure like he's just standing there with his hands like yeah. in his robes it's that i didn't notice it brian pointed it out and i was like oh what the f so that's what it was somebody that's what it was in the live action ones but if you look at the bad batch one i don't know if they made it more profound <laughs> but it was like we were both like is palpatine sitting on his staff like <laughs> <laughs> that's a really weird detail yeah it's a really weird detail i don't know if it was supposed to be like aren't there like columns outside of the jedi temple or whatever that look like that yeah but it's different it's different jedi so i th at first that's what i thought it was and then when you look at it it looks like him yeah masamita shouldn't it shouldn't be jedi on his staff that wouldn't make any sense right uh any more notes on episode seven guys no 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 okay made that easy 
let's move on to episode eight truth and consequences so this is where uh the bad batch comes into the bad batch mm-hmm. we actually start out with them out on ord mantel they're just hanging out and to quote wrecker they are tired of waiting for sid why I don't know. That's what I wrote down. I wrote down, quote, tired of waiting around for Sid, and then in just huge capital letters, why? I I really don't know. To give them another job? Why do they need her? I, the amount of times I've brought this up into episodes is ridiculous, but like, Omega made back all of what they owed, apparently, while she was gambling with that monster chest or whatever it was. Sid even told them, like, you don't owe me anything anymore. So what is going on? So they're still incurring charges. If they're hanging out there and docking their ship in her dock, they're still incurring charges. Fucking go somewhere else. Yeah, what the hell? Why? Then why are you sitting there? Yeah, bad move, guys. Bad move. I think there's a part of me where Hunter's like, well, we don't have anything else to do. And she's constantly giving us things to do. So, like... Maybe that's his way of trying to find out their purpose, but like, wh- wh- I don't know. All the stuff she's given him to do sucks. Half Nerf the time nuggets. it ends poorly for him. <laughs> Nerf nuggets. Yikes. I don't know. So uh, Rex contacts him. He needs their help in getting the information off of Rampart's ship that will prove that he was behind the attack on Camino. Simple enough. They have to meet on Coruscant to pick up Rex. Where do they meet? Did you guys pick up on this? Uh, it's the Martez or Martinez? The Martez sisters, sisters garage, I yeah. guess you would call it. Yeah. All right, Lauren. Season seven of Clone Wars. Come on. <laughs> Wait, is that the sisters that was in the first season yeah. of Bad Batch? Oh, yeah, they were. That's, that's right. That's the episode the I fell asleep during. Decommissioning plant or whatever that's yeah. called. Yeah. How many times have I told you this is not an ASMR channel? Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, So I'm just going to broad stroke this and then we can talk about it in detail. They get the data in time. They show the footage in the Senate rotunda. Palpatine makes an appearance. Uh, He flips on Rampart because he's behind the whole thing, but now it's, he can't hide it anymore. So he, he needs a scapegoat. He needs a scapegoat and Rampart is exactly that. He has him, um, arrested and the animation on palpatine in this moment is amazing he looks so cool um and we end his scene with him saying a new era of the empire heralded by the imperial stormtrooper there it is imperial stormtrooper first time we heard it first time we heard it i think then echo goes with rex at the end do you want my percentage now? Let's have it. Yeah, we're let's do to, math. We're down to 60% of the bad oh, batch. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you, you're not counting Omega? No, I'm not then? counting Omega. Okay. I mean, she's more bad batch than Echo was. <laughs> we're down to 60% of the bad batch. All right. Andrew, Echo, part of the bad batch? Not part of the bad batch. I mean, he's definitely part of it, but he's not like <laughs> I mean, one of the founders. Yeah. Right. He's he, in the cast. He's, yeah. not, he's not actually an enhanced clone he's not, like they are. He wasn't part of the original. Well, he is, kind of is He now. is enhanced, but he, they didn't do Did it. Did you see him stick his arm into that, <laughs> that ship yeah. this episode? That was weird. I didn't weird. like it. Yeah, it's creepy. 
I was waiting for one of them to try to shake his hand when he left. Oh, gross. Um, I got grease on me. Why is it all oily? <laughs> He's definitely part of the Bad Batch. Um, I don't think he'll be gone for long. Just because he's going with Rex, I think we'll see Rex again, and I think we'll see Echo again. I thought it was random. It was interesting, but that's kind of the same way he joined the Bad Batch. Yeah. Um, they were a part of saving him from... So he is the way he is for a specific reason. He was basically being held by the Separatists and being forced to run Battlefield Diagnostics, huh? With fives? No. No, he wasn't with Vibes, but Vibes was part of that story, right? Yeah. Was, was that Umbrara? Uh, no, that was no. a separate thing. A- anyway, he was basically hooked up to a machine, and he was running Battlefield logistics and analytics for the Separatists, and they rescued him. But they had messed with his mind. They had basically had a screwdriver hand. It wasn't good. Hmm. So he felt like he fit in more with the Bad Batch, and he left Rex to go with them and now that's turning around he's leaving the Bad Batch to go with Rex again I think he's just going to go where he feels he can do the most good nothing wrong with that I would have liked to seen the Bad Batch join up with him and I think that'll happen eventually at least I hope I'm still waiting on Cody (laughs) we'll see Cody again Uh, those are all the notes I have on the episode what would you guys take away from this one um my notes are just so random um one of the ways that they get their information is uh chuchi is that her name yeah chuchi she kind of like interrogates the old senator for camino and i couldn't get her name down I thought at first they said Halle Berry. Yep, that's it's, right. It's Halle something, so I wrote down Halle Berry. And then after Halle Berry, I wrote down Bitch Kaminoan because she was rude. <laughs> she was rude. She was a little, yeah, kind of a piece of shit. She talked like those old people where they always do this after and they like shake their <laughs> head. hates old people. I really yeah. do. Wow. Um, I hate kids. No. Andrew, who do you hate? Everyone. It was awesome. just, I think it was just so weird to see like, she was so rude to Chuchi and Omega, and she's like, you're sticking your nose in the wrong place. And then she shows up with them to the Senate, and Chuchi's like, she's going to talk on my behalf. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> like, <laughs> whoa. This just happened. Right. I feel like we skipped a bunch of that. Like, in the middle of the episode, we should have seen more of their conversation. But, like, whatever. That's fine. Um, Maybe what we didn't see was her, was uh, Chuchi telling her that Rampart was responsible for the destruction of your city. Yeah. Maybe we didn't need to that see That might it. have been enough. I um, heard something in that, this episode. The, so I watched this one a few times. The first time I had a migraine and I couldn't really pay attention. And then I watched it again. And then I watched it again today because my notes weren't fresh. So this time when I watched it, I actually heard them say that it was odd that a storm took out Topoka City because it was designed to be submersible. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. I wrote... Uh, I wrote that down in my um, episode seven notes where I said, they're going with the story, one storm took down Camino, And then I said, on the storm planet? Well, it was a big one. Like, excuse me? Like, why Why would that be your story? I don't know. Like, that's like going to Hoth and being like, snowstorm took over and just the whole thing shut down. Like, what? <laughs> what? 
you couldn't come up with like a cool sea creature came out and just like destroyed the place <laughs> something happened on Tatooine and like sand got everywhere and like like what is <laughs> why is that your story like I wrote that down and then it felt so good in the next episode I think a clone says like a storm right took a, like everyone knows that's a ridiculous story I don't know why it took them this long to figure it out. Because what, in between season one and two, it's been like a year or something? Mm, yeah, maybe. Because Omega's... Like a, I thought it was only like a month or so. Oh, well. Crosshair was... That's right. He was stranded for 30 days, yeah. right? Yeah, so it hasn't been See, that long. that seems so weird but that they grew Omega, Omega up. Older. Right, yeah. that's what it I'm saying. It might be because like... he, he had to recover after the 30 days. Oh, he was oh, just stuck be. for 30 days. Yeah. They okay. did say that he wasn't allowed back on the field yet, so maybe it's... <laughs> Been a while, it's but not clear how much not at all i kind of wish they would tell us may or may like, not happen i it, don't know i'm sure it doesn't really matter but it i mean in this case it does like is it taking everybody a couple months to realize that quote unquote a storm happened on camino or like i don't know it just seems kind of lazy on their part like well, uh, somehow, lightning camino <laughs> was destroyed oh my god I mean, Somehow they're not above a it. Storm. <laughs> they're not above it. Actually, Filoni is above storytelling. That's that lazy. Um, I don't always agree with everything he does, but he wouldn't do anything crazy lazy like that. Somehow something happened. I just, there, I don't have to explain anything. Yeah. Awesome. I don't know. I I was happy with these two episodes. It would it definitely like filled something in my soul after getting riot racing in a freaking t-rex robot but jedi wookie oh yeah i guess but like that didn't really help with the, like the main plot um i guess now the only thing that i'm kind of left wanting is crosshair you ready for another crosshair episode yeah it's been six episodes i think i'm ready to see where Has he really is we've only seen him once right uh, yeah that's right like i wow. just we've only seen him once i think they knew what they were doing teasing us with that sniper yeah, because we all fell for that one. Right. I think everybody did. So where's Crosshair? Because he should have been the one doing that. I don't know. I don't want to see Crosshair doing that because then that's going to put him farther away from redemption. And I I really need his redemption story. We may not even get it, but that's what I want. I feel like there's going to be, just from how stories are told, there's going to be one more thing that happens before he starts to go on that redemption arc. Like he thought he was going to get his own command yeah. after he killed that. She wasn't a senator. I don't know what yeah, she no, was. Governor, governor or, something, governor or yeah. whatever. He thought he was going to get his own command after that. He didn't. He left the office. You kind of get that inkling of like, okay, he wants to be in control. Give him that control. I feel like with plot... You're going to get one more thing where he's learning, like, oh, they're really not going to give me my command, and then we're going to get his redemption. Can't we just do some lazy storytelling and say somehow you just Crosshair said, was redeemed? You just <laughs> said Filoni doesn't do that. I know, but I want what I want. Well, <laughs> I also didn't want to see a robot T-Rex, so. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Andrew, what'd you take away from this one? I think for Rampart to... Uh, mind control some random clone into doing his sniping and then like assassination jobs crosshair has to be doing something really important because he's like the best shot in the clone right. army yeah you would think so 
Maybe that is the big thing then. Like, he's pissed he wasn't picked for that job. I don't know. I don't know if Rampart trusts him. Probably not. He came from 99, and he's already hunting down the rest of them, so... I don't know if he trusts him. He won't give him his own command. Yeah, I don't know. And this is a big deal. Like, if word gets out that Rampart destroyed Topoka City um, through proxy it's it's the end of his career maybe his life depending on what the sentence is so he can't afford to have someone he doesn't trust take these people out that's the thing though is like okay palpatine needed a scapegoat rampart was that scapegoat for camino we saw that he was quote unquote arrested (laughs) right that's my question is like is something gonna happen to him Slap on the wrist, maybe. Yeah, or, like I think he's done for. Or really, assassinated. You got to kill him because otherwise he's because he's already he's yelling. Talk. I was following orders. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So you got to get rid of him for them not to. So are they going to kill him, or are they just going to shove him away somewhere? I think they're just going to kill him. You got to kill him. If you shove him away somewhere and he gets out, then it's over. You got to yeah. You got to look. Let me tell you guys how to destroy evidence. Okay, and cover your tracks. Kill the witnesses. Kill anyone that's involved. Always. Is this your third taking reference? Don't worry about that. Oh, okay. I just wanted wanted to count. You just don't want loose ends. No loose ends. What if? Do we need to have a talk? No. No cameras, no witnesses. That's what I tell everyone at work. Okay, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But what if Crosshair has to now break out Rampart? And that's his sort of redemption. Oh. Oh. Mm. Have you seen something we haven't yet? Because Dad and I haven't watched the episode that dropped today. No. No, I bet this episode's a filler. I'm going to be really upset. Just count on it. (sighs) Maybe. Is it? Andrew, no. He just went. It's a little bit of filler. (laughs) (laughs) Is it fun filler? Or is it like your Riot Racing filler? No, it's better than Riot Racing. Okay. All right. Okay. You have to expect that after two episodes like this. I mean, this it's animated. It's for kids technically. So I think that's like. So I just I know you guys probably don't watch it, but I just binged the entire first half of season four of you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, and I saw that too. Did you really? Yeah. Are you? F- that's a show you watch. Yeah. You watch you. Oh, thank God. Okay, Do I need so to someone... be watching this? It's yeah, so it's good. good. No, okay. it's really good. Good. I'll watch so, Yellowstone. thank God someone <laughs> understands. What? I like Yellowstone. Oh, my God. Now someone's going to understand what I'm saying. But, like, with a show like that, something serious happens every episode. Like, I binged the entire first half of the fourth season in one night because I was like, I'm not putting this down. Like, I can't do this. So, for me to finally get that with episode seven and eight, I'm like, ooh, ooh. Now I'm going to get this next episode and be like, oh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Just do your math. All right. How many Bad Batches are here? Wait, how many episodes are in this season? 18, uh, right? Or... 16, 18, something like that. Some... Yeah. Are they, They're not doing the split thing though, right? No, apparently not. So, okay. At least not, not that they've announced. So we're halfway through. That was like their. The two episode arc was the halfway point. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's 16 episodes. Probably. Yeah. And then the last two episodes will air at the same time. So we'll have single episodes till the very end and then at the end, two episodes. I still feel like we haven't even hit like the big, the big stuff yet. No, not yet. 
not yet. We got two episodes before anything real major happens, I bet. And then filler. Oh, my God. (laughs) I will find you. (laughs) And I will kill you. Oh. Okay. um, Any closing thoughts on these? Anything that we forgot to talk about? These episodes really made me feel for the clones. Yeah. I felt bad for them. Like, I just still have that, like, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, like, it's a sitcom. That's a thing where, like, if they just said what they meant, then we wouldn't have these issues, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> maybe. Why aren't we just keeping them? Because then you don't have to hire more people. Just keep the clones. They're expensive and they're going to age rapidly. So they'll be ineffective. Oh my god! Then, then figure it out after they age. You mm. know what I mean? Like, I'm not then, disagreeing. Then here's the plan: you have your clones, you have your army, you do your damage. Everyone sees your damage. Then, when you go to get more because they are aging rapidly, people are going to want to sign up because you already have that kind of reputation. You don't have to fight for it in the early stages like mm. now. Maybe. That's my thought. Or at the very least, have them train the stormtroopers so that they can hit things that they aim at. Um, That was actually a note that I took in episode eight when they were running through the ship. I was like, I, I told Brian, I was like, well, I'm glad we're kind of getting that early look of like, they still can't hit things. Like, <laughs> could, they could not hit the Bad Batch to save their lives. Well, of course not. Those are the heroes. You don't want them all getting shot. But like, just a little bit. I like how in the ship they're using stuns to take out all the troopers yeah. but then echo uses the auto turrets of the ship to I just said, shoot down the a i said the same thing i was like oh i guess that part's over I like screw <laughs> those guys in specific they've done it they've done it before like anytime it's like hand-to-hand or like ground battles it's stun 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 and then the same thing happened when um it was the episode with dooku's treasure they were using stun 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 and then like the what were they, the V-Wings or whatever were yeah. coming at him? And they were like, oh, let's blast them. Wrecker had his cannon or whatever it was. Mm. Yeah. So I guess they pick and choose. Do what you got to do to get through the battle, I guess. I laughed. I thought it was funny. And then kill any witnesses. Tie up your loose ends. We're going to have a talk okay. after this. We're going to, Andrew and I are going to have a little, I'm good at little my talk job. with you. Okay. What? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> hey, thanks so much for listening. This has been episode 77 of The Force, of course, your bite-sized Star Wars podcast. Feel free to interact with us on social media at The Force, of course, on Instagram and Facebook. You can also email the show directly at theforceofcourse77 at gmail.com. Until next week, I'm Ted. I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren. And as always, play with your toys. <laughs>